Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, August 15, 2022. Stand up for your country. Well, if the Trump FBI raid was a sporting event, you would have to say the former president is in the lead, but that could change fast. Pressure is building on the Biden Justice Department to explain to we the people what the deuce happened. When you take drastic action in a democracy, explanations to the folks are necessary. We don't live in a totalitarian country here. You're going to do something like that? You got to explain it. And Merrick Garland was woefully inept in his press conference last week, as we reported. Now, the fallout is intense, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. As usual, some of the usual suspects uttered preposterous stuff. Roll the tape. I think a lot of people, Roland, want to, to show the difference in this country, the difference in the justice system that many people navigate. I think a lot of people do want to see, you know, Donald Trump, you know, handcuffed like an episode of Cops of and, and walking out. Walk, and so, right. We want to see a perp walk Donald Trump and we well, may not it, see it that. Might happen. Now, I, I don't care what that woman says. I mean, if you know anything about her, you know who she is. But NBC... Comcast, paying for this kind of vitriol every single day? I don't know. All right, so Jane Harmon, who I've had on my program a number of times, smart woman, former congresswoman from California. She goes on MSNBC as well and says this, go. You wouldn't write a book with classified information in it. That would never, I don't think you would do that. It seems to me you might consider transferring it somewhere. I have no idea where. I don't know what it is. I mean, speculation is Russia, Saudi Arabia, uh, something like that. Uh, but we have no information yet. Well, she's lost her mind. So in her view, she can go on national, international television and tell the public that a former president might be selling classified information to Russia, Saudi Arabia, whatever. That's what that woman just said. Now, that is so irresponsible and stupid to boot that it's, it's, I don't even have the adjective. I don't even have the adjective. I'm not shocked anymore. This is the kind of garbage every single day that is on American television, every day. But Jane Harmon? Really? Come on. And finally, here is the worst. <laughs> My old buddy, Sam Donaldson. Go. I thought of Al Capone. Now, Al Capone was a great big gangster in the 1920s and 30s, bootlegged millions of gallons of whiskey. That was illegal. But more than that, a lot of credible evidence that he had ordered the murder of many people. But they never brought him to justice on that. But wait a moment. The IRS discovered that Al Capone was cheating on his income taxes. And so they brought him to justice on that. He went to prison. That's where he died. If the attorney general cannot bring himself because of lack of evidence or belief that the country is not ready to bring a president on charges of insurrection 
or obstruction of justice? How about violation of laws which keep this country safe? I mean, I, I feel bad because in his prime, Donaldson, you know, did some good reporting. He was always biased to the left. Everybody knows that. But, you know, he was a hardworking reporter. He was at ABC when I was at ABC. Um, but, hey, Sam, the IRS didn't discover Al Capone did anything. It was a treasury operation, Elliot Ness, remember all that? Um, okay. You don't know what you're talking about. Obviously, didn't read Killing the Mob. And to even surmise, all right, that the Justice Department is going to get Trump because maybe he did other things on this makes the Justice Department look stupid, Sam. Not cool. It makes them look corrupt. All right. So if Donald Trump did something by removing classified documents he should not have, legitimate. Let's see it. What did he remove? What's the charge? What did you find out, Merrick Garland? Let's see it. But this kind of nonsense, I just ran you three sound bites that are just as stupid. That's the only word I have. Yet, there they are, national TV, and people go, Al Capone, yeah, that's right. You know, you would think the whole media industry, the whole corporate media is now a Saturday Night Live skit. That's what it is. Now, the other side, uh, <laughs> the conservative Trump side, they have their moments too. Go. President Trump has done nothing wrong. His house gets raided. Hillary Clinton deleted 33,000 official emails, including at least 17 highly classified ones. That's the stakes. So how does Sebastian Gorka know President Trump has done nothing wrong? How? He can't possibly know that. So why would he say it? What you can say is President Trump is presumed innocent. Because that's our system. That's due process. President Trump is presumed innocent. And it's up to Merrick Garland to prove he's guilty of something. But Garland has not defined what President Trump allegedly did. Removing classified documents can be a number of things. It can be an accident. All right? Maybe they were declassified before they were moved from the White House to Florida. There's a whole bunch of stuff we don't know. Sebastian Gorka doesn't know. Yet he's out there going, oh, well, Trump did nothing wrong. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home. And they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. 
And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. This program is dedicated to precision. Our opinion is precise. Sometimes it is speculative, but always the speculation is based on available fact. I cannot analyze what Donald Trump did or not did or did not do because I don't know. I can tell you two things that are very, very important. I know Trump very well, as everybody knows. He does not go over documents. He does not sit at a desk and look at thousands of documents. He never has. He never will. He doesn't put them in a box. He doesn't bring in people to move the box onto a truck or a plane and fly it to Mar-a-Lago. Never in a million years would that scenario happen because he doesn't have the concentration ability to sit and look at documents. He doesn't. So someone did this. Trump, I will speculate, I'm sorry, didn't even know what was being moved down there. And there is no reason for him to take classified information unless he is selling it to uh, the Saudi Arabians, which is Jane Harmon. <laughs> is it so? So I know that to be a tr- true. I know. Okay, because I know Trump. And there's no way he's going to ever do that. It would interrupt his watching of cable TV. He's not going to do it. So therefore, that's just one thing. Okay. Now, the second thing that I know for sure is that the media does not care what actually happened. They don't care. They just want to get Trump on anything at any time. The Biden administration knows that. They know they have so-called cover. So they can make this outrageous raid, Merrick Garland and his merry men, and women, I guess there were a few, can make the raid, and they're not going to get a tremendous blowback from the media. However, what they did not anticipate was the blowback from the folks, which is substantial. Now the pressure builds on Joe Biden because it's his crew doing this. He's in charge. Merrick Garland works for him. Now, Biden's out there in South Carolina. He doesn't know what's happening. I'm sure he's being briefed and his people, Ron Klain, Susan Rice in the White House, are trying to make up a strategy. What do we do now? Because we could get even further damaged in November if we don't clarify this. That's what's going on now. Okay. So summing up my Talking Points memo. No one knows what happened. 
O'Reilly knows what Trump is capable of doing as far as nuts and bolts, pardon the cliche, okay? But I don't know what found its way to Mar-a-Lago and why. I don't know. Justice Department launched a historical raid on a sitting president with no explanation to we the people. Could have done it by subpoena. Could have done it a million different ways. Did Wanted the spectacle. They got it. And that's a memo. Okay, so I want to bring in now Brett Talman to uh, immediately uh, comment on my monologue and then give us his assessment. You know, Brett, we use him a lot. He's a former U.S. attorney from Utah. He comes to us from Salt Lake City. What say you? Bill, I, I thought uh, one thing that you hit on that uh, really isn't being discussed enough, and that is <clears throat> we don't know. Merrick Garland didn't answer any questions. He gave a press statement with you know very little information. The only new thing we, we learned was that he signed off on it, which was no real discovery for those of us that have been in the Department of Justice. But we know nothing about what they believe they have that supports probable cause and what was in that affidavit. And so for the media to go, you know, one way or the other, that's all speculation. I like the fact that you're willing to say, hey, I know Donald Trump as a person. I know what he's capable of, you know, physically and, and intellectually. I know what he's capable of doing, which is nothing compared to what we, we know about uh, the Department of Justice and, and why this investigation has been launched. Okay. Now, when you do a raid like that, it's obviously serious business, and it seems to be all one way over the recent years um, that conservatives' homes are raided, but liberals' homes aren't. Um, I think that's pretty accurate. But you mentioned uh, something to my uh, producer called a taint team, T-A-I-N-T team. What is a taint team? You know, the Department of Justice, when they execute a search warrant and they anticipate that there may be privileged documents, and I can't imagine that they did not anticipate you had either executive privilege or attorney-client privilege when you're going to seize documents prior to the search warrant. You have to designate a team of lawyers and investigators from the FBI and the Department of Justice who are not part of your investigation of Donald Trump, who know nothing about it, who are separate they will actually take into custody all evidence, all documents brought in, and they will review it for, did we gather privileged documents? If they did, then they will separate those out. They will return those documents unless they can show that they were, there's a crime fraud exception, which there wouldn't be in this, in this instance. So the, the, the fact that they did not do that, when, when Donald wait, Trump's wait, wait, lawyers- wait. How do you know the FBI didn't send in a taint team? What we know is the lawyers for the, the pres former president had reached out to the Department of Justice and indicated that they have gathered privileged documents. Um, the fact that the department's response, allegedly the department's response on that is that we don't think we did, and the Trump's lawyers requested a special master be appointed. Um, what they're really requesting is that taint team, is it in place? The department's response seems to justify the concern that they didn't establish that team before going in and searching the Mar-a-Lago. How big an error 
would that be? It can be a catastrophic error. Um, the, this country preserves the attorney-client privilege and requires that investigators do not review attorney-client privilege. That's the, the essence of the privilege. But what it does is, is, is why it's called a taint team is, does the review, does it taint the other evidence based on the review of that evidence? Did they see things they're not supposed to see? Because when you review privileged uh, information, you can reveal strategy, you can reveal, you know, confessions and, and issues sure. that are revealed to attorneys A bunch of stuff could be in only. there about, about not correct. only national security, but personal uh, things correct. and all of that. So a judge, if the team team was not put into place, and I can't imagine that Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, wouldn't know what you just told us, that <laughs> you should have had a team go in ahead of time that was not associated with any investigation of Donald Trump and look for privileged correspondence. He would have had to know that, right? Yeah, he would have had to know. And what they jeopardize, Bill, is the admissibility of any oh, evidence case. if they brought a case. Yeah, That's the right. judge could throw the whole thing out. Illegal search. So, so it makes it it makes you question if they really just didn't want the spectacle only. But why wouldn't they do the taint team? So it, it's, it's such not, an easy decision. Yeah. <laughs> right. You want a clean yeah. raid. You want a clean raid, one that would hold up in court. Right. That's what the Justice Department is in business to do with our tax dollars. And you make a botch like that. It, it's and what sorry. I. Yeah, it's stunning. What I've seen, I've seen some cases where, you know, unintentionally they have gathered privileged documents, investigators have. And what happens is they throw their hands up and they say, okay, we're no longer going to review any of this. Immediately they establish a taint team and they, they, they shift it all over to that, that other team to review. Don't know if that's happening here. My guess is the Department of Justice is scrambling a bit and on their heels because they did not they did not do what they were supposed to do prior to the search warrant. All right. I'm going to tell everybody you're not going to hear that. What we just told you in the last seven minutes. That's anywhere. correct. You won't hear it anywhere. So that's why we have Brett Tomlin. Brett, I want you to you know, watch this every day. Let us know what you see. Uh, I want to update everybody. So you might be seeing a lot of Brett uh, in the next few weeks. And we'll get to the bottom of this as I, as I pledged last week. Thank you, Brett. Look we appreciate it. All right, so back up why Trump is ahead, in my opinion, in the court of public opinion. Politico put a poll out, 2004 registered voters will not tell us uh, the breakdown of political party. That's political. It's a left-wing website. Um, 57% of registered voters who would vote Republican say they back Trump. That's up from 53% last month. So Trump got a 4% bump. DeSantis fell from 23 last month to 17 um, there have been some uh, Trump supporters protesting all over the place. It's okay if you peacefully protest, but not if you're violent. Obviously, Donald Trump himself has said, uh, please bring the rhetoric down. Everything needs to cool down. And that is good advice because we had that guy shot to death outside the Cincinnati FBI office when he showed up with an AR and the FBI shot him to death. Florida judge who signed a warrant, Bruce Reinhardt, is in hiding because people want to kill him, apparently. He's being threatened all over the place. Um, Florida authorities, Secret Service, U.S. Marshals, all guarding him. Okay, so um, we don't wish the judge any ill. 
This is crazy. And that is our report on this thing tonight. Of course, any breaking news, I'll tweet it out at Bill O'Reilly. Get on our tweet band um, and we will have the latest. And you you see how smart Brett Tallman is. And he's an honest guy, as am I. Okay, Biden's on vacation, as you know, Kiowa Island, South Carolina. Now they say he's coming back tomorrow to Washington. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't begrudge any politician a vacation. Trump had a lot of them down in, uh, he just plays golf. And then Obama went out to Martha's Vineyard and Biden's down in Kiowa. He's got to come back because (laughs) he's not playing well right now. So the Inflation Reduction Act is going to be signed by Biden this week. I think this week. I uh, can't imagine why he wouldn't sign it. Um, it passed, as you know, it was 50-50 uh, partisan vote in the Senate. Uh, Vice President Harris broke the tie. And, uh, you know, it's a, a massive, massive spending bill. It's not going to bring down inflation, according to the Congressional Budget Office. Not going to bring it down. Uh, so uh, Press Secretary Jean-Pierre went on ABC. Go. Let me ask you, it's, it's called the Inflation Reduction Act. But the Congressional Budget Act uh, uh, Office, which is nonpartisan, said that there would be a negligible impact on inflation this year and barely impact inflation at all uh, next year. I mean, isn't it almost Orwellian? How can you call it Inflation Reduction no. Act when the nonpartisan experts say it's not going to? So I appreciate that. Down? I appreciate the question. We've actually addressed this, the, the CBO. It was the top line number. There's more in there that shows uh, that it will have the money uh, from. Remember how we're doing this too. It's it's making sure that billionaires uh, in corporate America are paying are paying their fair share. Fair share, everyone. When in doubt. Go to the fair share, billionaires, Bernie Sanders. It's not going to reduce inflation. It's a bunch of malarkey, as Joe might say. All right, just more massive spending, most of it going to green stuff, climate change stuff. What this is, they can't even tell the truth about anything, they being the Biden administration. All right, I wrote a column called The Danger. We're all in danger. And I listed why. It's on BillOReilly.com. I hope you read it. Um, one of the big dangers in the world is China. So uh, after Pelosi left, after 24 hours on the island of Taiwan, a bunch of other Democrats went over, Senator Ed Markey and a bunch of Congress people. One Republican went from American Samoa, uh, a woman named Coleman Radawing, uh, Radawagen, something, Samoa. She went. And so immediately the Chinese ramped up threats against uh, Taiwan again, sent out their ships and planes and all of that. So I hope you read my column. This is not some passing thing. This is big. All right. This China, Taiwan, USA thing, putting us all in danger. Mexico. So uh, the cartels are attacking cities now, whole cities. Tijuana, Mexicali, Rosarito, Ensenada, and uh, Ciudad Juarez. Cartels just attack. Just shoot people, set cars on fire, do whatever they want to do. Nobody quite knows why. So, 12 days ago, before any of this, here's what I said, go. But Mexico, that's the next blow up. Do you realize that... The cartels, the drug cartels run the Mexican government. They've run it. 
And, and all you got to do is look at Obrador, his quote on July 13th, 2020, after the cartels murdered uh, all these people, uh, nine Americans, including six children murdered by the drug cartels in November 2019, Obrador said, quote, we will fight them, the cartels, with intelligence and not force. We will not declare war, unquote. So now, okay, uh, Manuel, you lost your country. Now, once again, I'll tell you, I will never go to Mexico. Not going. It's dangerous. Everywhere. I remember I, I went to Acapulco uh, one time on a nice little vacation down there. You can't go there. Cartels own a whole town. There was an Elvis movie, Fun in Acapulco. Now it's death in Acapulco. Mexico. Okay, remember a guy named Roy Moore? He ran for the Senate in Alabama. He was former Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice. Okay, so when he was running, and he is an arch conservative, Mr. Moore, he was defamed by a political action committee. Uh, they accused him of uh, inappropriate behavior with young girls. The pack is called Highway 31 and spent $4 million trashing. Roy Moore. Well, Moore sued them for defamation and he won 8.2 million. 8.2 million. Good for you, Roy. Good for you. More people should do this. Uh, Liz Cheney. So you can say goodbye to her. Tomorrow is she will lose her primary election to Harriet Hegeman. In Wyoming, only one congressperson from that state. That is the lowest population in the union, Wyoming. Beautiful state. Uh, so Liz is out, and it's because she hates Trump. You know, we've been over this. But in a last-ditch attempt to try to pull victory out, she ran a political ad starring her father, Dick Cheney. Go. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will too. I'm Liz Cheney and I approve this message. Well, she's not going to succeed. She's going to lose her seat in the House. She'll probably sign on as a CNN contributor. They're desperate over there for some Republican voices. I believe that Liz Cheney is a smart, honest woman. But when you throw in with Nancy Pelosi and all the haters on the January 6th committee, what choice do you leave traditional conservative voters in Wyoming? You're on their side with all the horrible things that they have done. Not only to Donald Trump, but to the country. So, yeah, I mean, I don't disdain Liz Cheney for not liking Donald Trump. 
He attacked her father. A loyal daughter will react to that. So that's not my beef. My beef is she threw in and allowed herself to be used. Pelosi used her to spearhead that January 6th committee, which was a witch hunt. Not interested in finding out the truth about the riot at the Capitol. So you make that misjudgment, whether your dad goes on and tells everybody how great you are, you're not going to get many votes. And Liz Cheney will not, and you can say goodbye to her tomorrow. Smart life. So uh, last week, I'm trying to save your life. I am, Why? because we love you. You get premium members, and concierge members, people listening on the radio, watching on TV all over the world. I'm trying to save your life. And one of the things that will kill you is sugar. And, you know, I know a lot of people are addicted to sugar. I mean, I like my desserts too, but I've cut them drastically back because I don't want to die a painful death. I don't want diabetes. I don't want all of that. Now, the government knows that sugar is debilitating, but it won't say because it's too much money in the American food industry pushing sugar. Okay? And it's mostly drinks. You're drinking the colas and the soft drinks and the energy drinks, and it's loaded with sugar. And it just kills your immune system and blows you up. So last week we told you about a soda, a soft drink, Poppy. Okay? This week, or today, and I don't have any interest in these companies at all. None. So this is what I'm drinking here. This is iced tea, Gold Peak unsweetened tea. All right? No sugar. Zero. Let me just make sure of that. Zero sugar, zero carbs, zero fat. Zero everything. They do have sweetened tea, Gold Peak, with very little sugar, but it leaves an aftertaste, so I don't drink it. This now, I like this. I can't drink the sweet stuff anymore. I tried it the other day. I, I just, I went, ooh. I'm telling you. So if you can start cutting out the sugar in the beverages and then knock out the fast food stuff as much as you can, I can't give up pizza. I'm not giving up pizza. I only eat it once, once a week probably. All right, on a rare occasion twice. But pizza is... I like it. I'm not going to give it up, and I don't have to. Bread, I'm done with bread except for sourdough. No sugar in it. I'm telling you, I want you to be healthy. I want to say, if you, if you continue as a, you get older, the urchins can eat the sugar because they're racing around like bats. But as you get older and you're not as active, if you continue to ingest all this sugar, it's going to get you, and it's going to be painful. Okay, that is Smart Life, and we have more on our website about living a smart life. This day in history, fascinating story. 83 years ago, August 15th, 1939, this came out. I am Oz, the great and powerful. Who are you? Who are you? Wow. Wizard of Oz debuted at Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. Still there, that theater. Didn't really do that well in the movies. 
All right. It made about $30 million, which was all right. It was okay. But then it just kept going and going. Energizer Bunny, we can't find out. And we tried today. I'll find out. But it's hard how much this grossed with TV, videotapes, all of that. This Wizard of Oz licensing, it's got to be close to a billion dollars. But we can't find out because whoever owns this franchise doesn't want it out. Isn't that interesting? Okay, what we could find out is what happened to everybody in the movie. Judy Garland. All right, she's Dorothy, obviously. She had a very, very hard life, a lot of addiction. Um, she died in 1969 at the age of 47. Alcoholic. Uh, really a shame. Very talented woman, as everybody knows. Scarecrow Ray Bolger died in 1987, 83 years old, a bladder cancer. Uh, Bolger had a lot of uh, roles in Hollywood. He was uh, a song and dance man. He did well. Tin Man Jack Haley died at the age of 79 in 1979, heart attack. Haley was like Bolger, a talented song and dance man, did a bunch of roles. Cowardly Lion, Bert Lahr, died at the age of 72, 1967, from an uh, undiagnosed cancer. Wicked Witch, Margaret Hamilton, died in 1985 at the age of 82 from a heart attack. The Good Witch, Glinda, Billy Burke, died at the age of 85, natural causes. And Toto, big star. Toto died in 1945 at age 11. All right, probably the most famous dog that has ever lived. So, all of that happened, what did I say, 87 years ago today, whatever? It came out. Love the Wizard of Oz. Smithsonian has a whole big exhibit just on the film. Back with mail and a final thought that you're going to like what I did Saturday night. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.
Okay, let's get to the mail. Eugene, concierge member on the message board. Bill, over the years, I've grown accustomed to you in pundit mode. Your interview with Trump attorney Leslie Halligan, Lindsay Halligan, should be taught in journalism school as an example of professional reportage. I've never seen anyone generate as much information as you did. Yeah, I still have my chops as a reporter, but that's what makes me a good analyst. So we fact-based everything. Rodney Hammond, Punta Gorda, Florida. Another great no-spin news. The interview with Lindsay Halligan was riveting. Your journalist skills and experience really stand out. That's why you're the best in the business and why I re-up to BillOReilly.com every year. And we're happy you do, Rodney. Ronald Kopke, South Bend, Indiana. Your interview with Glenn Beck was absolutely illuminating in your precise command of the facts. I would recommend you get the whole interview out to your members on BillOReilly.com and could then send to others. We do. All of my radio stuff is posted for everybody, not just premium members, to listen on BillOReilly.com. So the Beck interview last Friday is there, and you can download it. Send it anybody you want. We want to get the word out. Linda Mead, Chicago. Why couldn't Trump's lawyers stop the FBI from searching unless they gave them the warrant in hand? They showed the lawyers the warrant, okay, except for the sealed portion of it. Lawyers can't stop a search. They'll get arrested. Can't stop an FBI search. Carl Swan, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Bill, I don't understand why presidents keep boxes of documents they're going to sell them or what. Yeah. Well, that's what Jane Armin thinks. Uh, documents go to their libraries, and they also can be used in books and uh, things like that. So presidents like the documents. It's kind of a money-making thing. Lisa Wood, Lee Summit, Missouri. Mr. O, you mentioned talking with Glenn Beck on Friday that cable ratings weren't up much regarding the Trump rate. Does that worry you that Americans aren't paying attention? No. It's actually a good thing. I showed you at the top of this program, Lisa, that what you're getting there. Is that what you want? So people, Americans, are getting their information from places like BillOReilly.com. And then it'll spend news. Suicide's Vise, Loveland, Ohio. I've been exclusively listening to you vis-a-vis the Trump raid. The so-called pundits, even on the conservative side, have been intolerable to watch or listen to. Yeah, because they uh, demagogue it. Lena, concierge member. Lena gets direct access to me. We hope you uh, check that program out, especially because Killing the Legends is out in September. You get a free copy if you sign up for premium or concierge membership. Bill, I appreciate your righteous indignation over the vacant Garland news conference. It was farcical and disrespectful to American citizens who deserve to know the basis upon which he approved the raid. Absolutely. It was disrespectful. Michael Lambeau, Sherman Oaks, California, sitting on the plane at Dulles Airport, waiting to fly to L.A., no pilot. The summer is a mess. You were right, O'Reilly. I was right in April. Jim Sahil, Virginia Beach, I would like to pass on to you a website I've been using for years to book my car rentals, autoslash.com. You'll get the best price. Great tip. Great tip, Jim. Autoslash, one word, dot com, car rentals. Thank you. Uh, Bill, it kills me every time you refer to your kids as urchins. Assume you are comparing them to sea urchins. The definition of a sea urchin is a slow-moving, spiny creature. Not comparing the kids to the sea urchin. Read a little English literature. They 
English children are compared to urchins. Marianne Ufendel, Colfax, North Carolina. Been a member since day one, O'Reilly. I was elated and remain a loyal learner. Your podcast on Trump was one of your best. I think was your, your guest was uh, one of the best you could have had. As a bread-loving Italian, I'm going sourdough. Go sourdough. You'll love it. You'll love it. Mary Jane Ethington, Vernon, Texas. I love your service. You have such a gift for giving your listeners what they need. You helped me claim money years ago with your unclaimed property section. I recently took advantage of the treasury bomb you mentioned. Well, I'm glad you are. Live a smart life. Live a smart life. Um, Sonia Homas, Tenafly, New Jersey. When writing Killing the Legends, did you speak with Yoko Ono or Priscilla Presley? That's not what we do. We don't speak with people of a vested interest in how history is portrayed. We do independent. Killing the Legends out September 27th. This will be the most controversial book of the year. Word of the day when writing the BillOReilly.com. It's Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Do not be a SOP. S-O-P. Back with what I did on Saturday night. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you, and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, here is the final photo of the day. You know, the summer is going by, everybody knows that. So I'm getting my entertainment stuff as much as I can. One of my favorite groups ever, because I'm a big R&B man, is Earth, Wind, and Fire. I caught up with them at Jones Beach on Long Island on Saturday. Go. Talked to my uh, pal Verdine White today after the show. Uh, he, uh, with his brother Maurice, uh, founded Earth, Wind, and Fire. They're just fabulous. I can't say. I mean, I, I said, I said, Verdine, you're 95 years old and you look like you're 16 on the stage. <laughs> He's the guy's unbelievable. The group is unbelievable. Also on the bill was Santana, Carlos Santana. You got to slow it down, Carlos. You didn't look good. Um, sold out Jones Beach, about 17,000 though. Big show, and uh, if Earth, Wind, and Fire roll into your town, very, very uh, good performance. I mean, they really, you can tell, they do the same songs every night, yes, but they play all their hits, and they seem to have fun doing it. You know, some of these people like Steely Dan, ah, they hate their hits. They hate their, I was so disappointed when I saw them in Boston last year. But Earth, Wind, and Fire, I mean, they got a vibrance about it, and, uh, and they're good guys. You know, I'm, I'm lucky enough in my job here 
as a pontificator to meet almost everybody. And uh, I can tell you that Earth, Wind & Fire are good guys, good music, good time, worth the bucks. That is it for us tonight on the No Spin News. Thank you for listening on the radio, watching on television. Hope you read my column, The Danger, important column for you to read. And we will see you again tomorrow.